three, two, one. You ready? You're listening to the Real Pineapple Podcast Network. Good evening, ladies, gentlemen, days, and gays. This is The Real Pineapple. This is your humble host, Hunter, here. Hope you're all having a great day whenever you're checking this out. Um, I'm really excited. I've got an interview with a director, producer, a writer, uh, Jordan Ross. Jordan, how are you doing today, sir? I'm well, I'm well. How are you doing? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm doing really well. Thank you so much for making the time. I really appreciate it. Of course. Um, Pleasure. So before we get into the tutor, which I had the privilege of watching over this past weekend, and I definitely have questions about that. Um, I really want to ask you first about uh, True Life, because uh, that's something that was uh, a real big part of my life growing up. And I think I still think that's one of the best things MTV has ever produced. Kind of talk to me about your time doing that and then making the jump from doing something like that to going ahead and doing feature films. Sure, sure. I mean, I started out in commercials and I kind of never intended to do documentaries. And then I just got a call one day uh, out of the blue. Uh, I just graduated film school uh, and they asked if I'd be interested in doing a documentary for MTV. And I thought, you know, I was living in New York at the time and it was I remember it was in uh, near Philadelphia. And I said, what do I have to do? I said, you just you have a camera. I do. Um, here's an address, go interview someone and, and, you know, let's see how this turns out. Let's see how this goes. And so it was really by kind of happenstance. And, um, I went and I remember within, you know, 20 minutes of being there and, and sitting down with someone I had just met and setting up a camera and interviewing them, they were opening up, um, their entire life to me and telling me about their, you know, their deepest, darkest thoughts, uh, desires, dreams. And I thought this is really interesting. So, that um that kind of set me on the path of doing um that series and it turned out really well what I filmed and then I I was kind of intrigued as well and so something that I really had no plan of doing I was just kind of thrown into and um ended up loving it and that was one of the things where um suddenly you know you're I was coming up with the topics myself so that intrigued me even more because then I got to pitch and do um, show ideas that that really kind of spoke to me, uh, and I don't know if you remember at the time, but True Life was pretty hard hitting. Like we were dealing with, yes, it was. From, yeah, you know, everything from like, um, you know, medical conditions to drug addictions to you know all these little subcultures um, of teen life, and that that was pretty cool. Yeah, I had a good time doing it. What was, was were there any topics that you pitched that MTV was like, uh, like no. <laughs> Um, sorry, I just got a new puppy. That's oh a, no! Oh, you're all good. My, my my cat is back here sleeping. I'm hoping. Uh, I just got a, <laughs> got a puppy, so he's uh he's running the running the house. Um, that they were like, no, no. I mean, nothing was off limits. You, you know, nothing was kind of out of bounds. And I think that, um, at least initially and early on, um things that were more cutting edge were widely accepted and and preferred. You know, I mean, as 
as the show kind of progressed and it became something that I think maybe kind of like leaned heavily into relationships and, and things like that. But initially off the bat, um, and some of the people are still some of my best friends, some of the people I filmed over the years, oh, wow. um, but none, yeah, none of that was off limits. It was kind of like, tell us what you think is intriguing, what you'd like to cover in life. Um, you know, like I said, I just graduated film school too. So I think that at the time I was kind of like the fingers on the pulse of like, you're not that far off from being a teenager yourself. And you're kind of thinking like, okay, what are, what are some topics that interest me? So now I've, I filmed a wide array and um, um, and enjoyed it and really kind of came to love every subject that I did. Is there a subject you back, look back on with like, like fondness? Cause like, I mean, I'll say myself, there are definitely those reviews where I kind of go, you know, it's almost out of sight, out of mind. It's like, okay, I did that. That's done. Pass me, move on. But every sure. so often I'll get those kind of questions. I'm like, what about, you know, what's something you think back on? I'm like, you know, this review kind of stands out. This one kind of stands out. Are there any of the of the episodes where you kind of go, huh? Like, yeah, for sure. For sure. And, and main, not just the episodes, but the people that I came in touch with. And like I said, for example, two that's, that still stick out to me today. I did one on um, kids with Tourette syndrome. That's I remember that. Yeah, that stuck out because it was just so hard hitting. And it's something that I didn't know much about at the time. And then once you start kind of getting into it, um, you you develop this level of empathy and compassion um, and intrigue. Uh, one of the subjects we had, this girl, Alyssa, still remember she went to to uh, Stanford to get brain surgery and try to, you know, um, to try to quote unquote cure Tourette's um, and the other the other person who I've still one of my best friends and came to my wedding and somebody who I'm still looking at, uh, you know, I still talk to weekly and looking to, to work with more is this guy, Noah Galloway, who was a sergeant um, in the army. And in 2005, he got blown up by an IED in Iraq and he lost an arm and a leg. Um, and then he went on after that to just do amazing, incredible things. So, you know, you see this person who you meet who's working out at the local YMCA in Alabama at two in the morning because he doesn't want anyone to see him and his you know, what happened to him during war. And then uh, you see his progression in life where over the last decade, um, the guy's climbing like Mount Kilimanjaro on the weekend with friends and other disabled vets. And like, That's he was, so cool. yeah, he's on Dancing with the Stars. He almost won. Um, so it's just to see that, to see that kind of like progression in life where somebody just won't give up and won't take uh, no for an answer and doesn't make any excuses. I think that's kind of what speaks to me. I love that. Um, so getting to the, getting to the film, I, um, I gotta admit, man, you, you had some, you have some people on this. You got a uh, Garrett Hedlund, which when I saw his name attached to this, I was like, oh, okay. It's like huge fan of his. And then, uh, you know, you get Noah Schnapp from this, you know, indie show, Stranger Things, um, which, <laughs> which, you know, that's done kind of well. Talk to me about like the cast and how. Um, why Ryan King's script was something that like drew you to this project? Um, well, I'll talk about Ryan's script first. You know, Ryan had lived this life. He was a tutor to privileged youth in New York City. So he had been in this world um, and he had some pretty outlandish stories. So like where he started from with the script and that like kind of idea of like, I have had this experience. Now let me expand on it and kind of have some fun with it. Um, that, that's something that I thought, you know, spoke to him very personally, which also spoke to me very personally, because talking to him about 
you know, just what he'd been through and that kind of like progression as a tutor um, is it's a fascinating world <laughs> yeah. um, in case you haven't experienced it. Um, and then aside from that, just like you said, the, the genre um, I love. I've always loved that Hitchcockian kind of like slow burn of trying to figure out what's going on. Who's the protagonist? Who's the antagonist? Who's telling the truth? Why things are taking place the way they are. So it's kind of coming together like this little puzzle that you're putting together. Um, and then in terms of the talent, yeah, we got really fortunate and blessed. I think that, you know, going through each one of our main casts, like Garrett Hedlund is one of the finest actors uh, performers, musicians, human beings, um, you'll ever meet. He's just one of kind. Um, and his dedication like speaks volumes. You know, he, he's not the person that just showed up like the day before we started filming. He's the guy that, you know, he went to, to location and said, when I got there, like a, a month or two early. Oh, wow. Okay. He's the guy, yeah. He's the guy that got into character, whether it was uh, mentally or emotionally or physically by altering his appearance, whether it be his looks or his wardrobe, like he, he just wanted to really fulfill that role and, and be that part. And he was taking, you know, practice SAT tests and, you know, he didn't have to do any of that. Yeah. But he was doing it because he's just the consummate professional. Um, same thing with like Noah Schnapp, like Noah, you know, I had to keep reminding myself, um, cause we started by filming the end of the movie first and like, these are the most dramatic scenes, right? Oh, okay. And, and no, not by choice, by, <laughs> by necessity, um, by scheduling and locations and where we had. So, but, you know, I'd keep reminding myself like Noah would come in and do dramatic take after take and performance after performance. And, you know, whether it required him to like drop a tear or whatever it was that, that he was doing, like I had to remind myself the kid at the time he's 17 and he's a senior in high school um and just to have that level of like emotional gravity and depth was really impressive and seeing those two kind of go head to head in a lot of scenes also is just uh you know it, it made my life and my my job a lot easier because they're pros and they they get in character and they they stay in character while we're filming um, those scenes and then to have someone like Victoria who you know I think most people know from like Lighter Fair come in and do really dramatic performances also um, it was awesome like she came in and I remember the very first very first shot of hers was a you know not to give too much away but a very dramatic probably the most dramatic moment in the film and just having her like staring into the lens of the camera and giving that gripping performance like after that scene I, I remember looking at Garrett and we both kind of nodded and we're all right that's good. We're good. Level, yeah. Um, I, 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 without giving too much away, there's one scene in a restaurant, and it takes a lot to make me uncomfortable. In that scene, I was like, "Oh my god, this is so like." I have to give you so much credit for that because the way you shot that and the way you captured the everyone's expressions in that moment, given what's happening, it's such a oh crap really <laughs> sort, of, sort of moment and i i'm happy it had that effect on you because that that's the goal right the goal is to make everyone uncomfortable from for that particular scene from the viewer to like the participants in the scene um to have them kind of be on edge and, and since since we only got a couple more minutes here a couple sure. more questions for you um what was the heart what was the biggest was there anything on the cutting room floor that you went 
oh, I wish we could have gotten that in, but it just maybe didn't fit the tone or didn't kind of vibe much, in the way you How much time do we have left? I got a lot. Yeah, I got a lot. Give me I mean, two examples. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I think just an overall like thing, like the reality is like, you know, um, it was a fast shoot. Um, and whenever you're doing like um, an independent film on a faster schedule on a tighter budget, like you really have to pick and choose what you're going to cover and how you're going to cover it. And so I think always, always without fail, there's the desire to get more or to do more or to have, you know, extra days or whatever it is. And the reality is you got to you got to make work, with, you know, with what you have. Yeah. Um, so as much as, yeah, I would have loved to, and I was talking about it uh, earlier, love to have like an extra day to get uh, just that one more shot or just that one more scene or like, you know, it'd be great to have right in this moment, a little breath, of, you know, um, I'm proud of what we did and what we were able to accomplish because it wasn't easy. And like a lot of what you saw, especially on the locations, like we didn't have those a few days before filming. And that goes for most mm. of the locations. So to like get down to Birmingham, Alabama and around Birmingham and tr use that as essentially New York city and like, kind of like the Long Island Hamptons vibe to make that work. Um, I'm proud of that. And I think that we accomplished that and to do it um, also, like I said, with, with limited resources and really um, not having our locations, let's say a few days before. So like we're stepping on a set and we're saying, all right, like this is somebody's house. We're going to be filming here tomorrow. Um, you know, I have this shot list, but this room doesn't look like what my shot list looks like. So you have to kind of uh, navigate and, and adjust on the fly. Um, you end up doing it. You end up making it work and thinking, okay, I have, I'm prepared to have all this ready. Now let's kind of throw it out the window and here's the real location we're going to be working with and what are we going to use? And I think a lot of that comes out in the film. Like, you know, there's certain scenes, like it wasn't written in the script, but like there's a pool table in the room where Garrett's staying at the house he's tutoring at. He used that as kind of a prop. There was a, an amazing garage with, you know, 50 or so old vintage motorcycles. Like so that. Cool. Yeah, it's not something <laughs> that we have in the script, but something you get there and you look at and you go, wow, this not only screams like some sort of wealth, but it also screams being very cool, right? And it's very yeah. novel. Um, so it's something you definitely want to like capture at least for a shot or two and kind of get in the script. So I think you just work with what you have. Fair. Um, la last question. Sure. Next project, like what are you looking to do? Are you looking to stay in the horror genre? Because uh, it's more thr thriller, horror. Are you looking yeah. to do something a little lighter? What are you kind of thinking? Um, I'm looking two things i'm looking to do another project garrett i'd be love to do that I, we're talking about something because like i said he's just he's one of the best human beings and actors i've ever seen and worked with so we're looking at a few things uh right now and uh and that person i mentioned um uh, a minute ago noah galloway who was the true story of the army sergeant who got blown up went on to accomplish amazing things i just wrote that so that's a story on his life nice uh, went out with that script and um yeah, get some positive feedback on that. So maybe that's uh, well, a true story that deals with drama, conflict, and war next as well. Okay. Um, Jordan, thank you so much for making the time, sir. Before I let you go, if you could please tell people um, if you have social media, where they can find you, where they can watch the film, all that jazz. Oh, man. See, I'm not big on social media, but our film comes out uh, Friday, March 24th. 
Um, I know we're in AMCs kind of nationwide on a, on a limited release. So I think definitely look up, just look at your local AMC to see if it's there. Um, and in terms of social media, I would direct you for sure to like Victoria and Noah and Garrett's social media. I know how they have, uh, if not hundreds of thousands of millions and tens of millions of followers. And I know. <laughs> yeah. Jordan, again, thank you so much. Um, I will, I will definitely, uh, email once uh the review's up because like i said i watched this past weekend but i enjoyed the film enjoyed talking to you and again thank you so much for making the time Gosh, it was great talking to you uh, you take care uh, you too bye-bye okay